welcome to another episode of Suburban Theology. It's a dialogue about theology, a discussion about doctrine. It's captivating, it's mesmerizing, it's inspiring. So come on, let's talk about it with your host, Josh and John. Oh, it started? I started this one again. You just want to start it over? We can hit it over. Now I'll actually know what we're talking about. We'll have a better rhythm and I won't skip questions. So round two of Suburban Theology, since your boy decided to skip recording. <laughs> well, it wasn't really your fault. You oh, got a phone call. I did, and it, and it just, just ceased my ability to record. Yeah. I guess I wasn't paying attention as much. We're but still recording on our phones like a bunch of, you know. We're getting better. We're getting there. Progress. It's That's yes. why he's here. Yes. We, oh, speaking of he's here. Yeah. So now we're just starting again. We should well, actually properly, yeah, introduce properly introduce our guest. Yes. The one and only Nathaniel Dusha. That's his name. Here he is. That was a nice whisper. <laughs> I've never been whisper, whisper introduced into before. <laughs> but yes, I am Nathaniel. Yes. I'm friends with John and Josh. Yeah, for like how many years? Three-ish? Three years now. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Yep. Josh good, and I good interned bro. together. Ah, back in, forgot about back that. Back in the day. <laughs> that makes you guys sound so old. <laughs> That's like when you ask your grandpa how much he made. Like, oh, I made two bucks an hour. <laughs> so Except- actually, when I was like with my, I was at my grandparents this past weekend. My grandfather like leaned over to me, or we were talking about something. He's like, back when I was a kid, and I was, I worked all summer, and I made twenty five bucks, and that paid for my school clothes and everything. And I was like, wow, that's kind of, that was a long time that's, ago. Yeah, <laughs> worked the whole summer. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five bucks. Oh I'm like, gosh. man. Some of us just work two hours. We <laughs> get twenty five bucks, but yep. you also can't pay for your entire schooling now with uh, yeah twenty five bucks. bucks. Yeah, that kind of eliminates things. But back to the point, since I love having ADHD, um, I'll hand it back to Nathaniel since I think he needs to give us more background besides just us being golfing buddies and hanging out and interning, making like fifty cents an hour. So yeah. Here you go. You still made money. It's true. We did. Could have sold my kidney. For Not that. <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot more, but you know, like thirty thousand. I've been tempted. <laughs> oh well, research. Okay. But yeah. So Josh so, and I interned together. Um, I am currently working in ministry at that same church. Um, I work both in the student ministry there as well as the worship ministry. So. Yeah. Sweet. I do the ministry things. All the ministry things. Not all, just those two. Just those two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that kind of leads into our topic of discussion for this week, which is just worship. We're just going to talk about, you know, the worshiping. <laughs> so. Yeah, this was a good discussion to have me on. I've been yeah. very involved in worship ministry for... Eight years now, something like that. A hot minute. Yeah, I 
started drumming when I was 16. Popcorn? What? Popcorn. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Josh just said popcorn. <laughs> I have no clue what, why. I heard popcorn. We're also, like, passing the mics around, so you've, like, you hear a faint voice off in the distance. That is why. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so started drumming, got involved in worship ministries. Um, did that through high school and then in college did some traveling worship team stuff went around to all different youth events youth camps sometimes just youth groups on Wednesday nights Uh, and then now I'm working at the church as the associate director of worship ministries where I'm planning set lists planning services scheduling worship teams things like that Mm -hmm. sweet awesome so we have some questions like we usually do yes good questions Yeah, so, first question, Josh. I won't skip it this time. Yeah, let's hope not. I'm squinting, I can't. Do you need help? No, I have to find it. It's all in, like, a bunch of bullet points. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at it. I'm like, nope. What worship song are you jamming to? Yeah, what worship song are we jamming to right now? Sorry, I'm getting confused yeah. in between our first attempt and the second one. John! Yes. What My, song are you vibing I'm, to? I'm vibing to... Um, what is tenderly touching your ears <laughs> in the ways of music and worship? Like tenderly touching my ears. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I'll go first then. I don't know why I just added so okay, much. Okay, whatever. You do that. Uh, in Christ Alone by Passion. I think that one, that one slaps or Come Thou Fount. Those are my big two. I probably put them mm-hmm. on like every other day. Makes me feel good. Good Actually, old, I shouldn't say it. Worship's not school, really necessarily good about hymns. feeling, but it helps well, me worship more efficiently. I guess would be the better way to do it. I'm going to hand it off to Nathaniel. What is your favorite worship song? Or what have you been jamming to lately? So, I've actually got a few songs that I put on repeat pretty frequently right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my top one, though, is the Maverick City music version of Champion. It's a good really one. into that quality. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. really like the Zach Williams version of Rattle. Yes, I'm really into that right now too. Yeah, I've been drumming along with that one a lot lately too. It's it's a good time. And Zach Williams is he's got a good voice. He does. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. another in the fire by Hillsong. That one's just good. Amongst my top three right now for sure. Yeah, yeah. So my top one right now is probably How to Be Yours by Chris Renzema. And then, I don't know, all worship songs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> really slimmed it down there, John. I like worship music, okay? You do. It's good. I should probably listen to it more. Yeah, you should. I should. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for all the calls. No, I'm kidding. Call conviction. All right. So, Next question, which is actually the next question. The, the literal one. The literal next not question. Not the March Madness of worship songs that John wanted to incorporate. <laughs> it was an one. idea. You don't put an idea on questions like in the <laughs> question section of a podcast. It's like, all right. I mean, a, okay. It's more of a statement than a question. But, it's debatable. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What, All right. So, what is the purpose of worship, John? Oh, me. Okay. Um, worship is about connecting with God. 
and worshiping God. <laughs> I know I just used worship in the definition. You can't of, just say worship. You can't define worship while including worship so in the definition. I think the literal definition of worship is like to pay, ho- pay homage to or yeah. whatever and like to yeah. honor basically. Reverence. Yeah, it, Reverence. It's, it's anything that brings glory and honor to God. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. the purpose of worship is just that, to bring glory to God. And when I think of it, I think of... We're bringing glory to God, and we're acknowledging that God is God, and that we are not. Yeah, that's a better definition. I like that one. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> that's good. It's good you know the definition <laughs> of your job. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what about I you, John? You just concur? I concur. Sounds good to me. That's it. I'll move us on to the next one okay. since we're a little sporadic here, and I don't know if I should ask John the questions first based off that response. But what does your ideal worship setting look like? Nathaniel, why don't you please lead us into this charge? First, I just want to comment on the fact that while Josh was reading that last question, we were essentially holding hands. I've just been grabbing his mic. <laughs> I just stole this one from John. I uh, yeah. rotating between two mics. I was I was holding a mic, and then he held my hand around the mic and what, brought it to him. What you know about that filet love? <laughs> like a god? It's a different version of agape. Oh, Do yeah, you even right. know your Greek, bro? Bro, bro. Literally. This is why you don't have a mic. <laughs> this is why you don't have a mic right now. <laughs> You've been cut off. So my ideal setting of worship, personally for me, my ideal setting for worship is standing alone in the back corner of the room or sanctuary or wherever it is, preferably in the dark so no one can see me. I vibe it. And just spending time alone with God in that moment. But that's a very, like, I really like being in that setting when the worship set goes to that kind of vibe where it's more that connection with God kind of moments. Reflective. The reflective moments, yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of moments in worship services where things are more upbeat and the purpose of that is to be together in fellowship and worship and and come together and bring... Corporate worship. Corporate worship, bringing glory to God as a group. I had a class on that like a semester ago. (laughs) So I think it it, kind of depends on the vibe of the worship set in the moment and where I'm at in that. Follow-up question. Should vibe be allowed in worship settings? Can we, should we utilize the word vibe <laughs> when describing worship? Is is it a vibe? The word should vibe it be a vibe? Be everywhere. The word... <laughs> Did I... you vibe with that? <laughs> Josh I like is it. laughing. I like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I vibe with that. I, the word vibe? I'm fine with the I word vibe. I feel like vibe. it's such like a post- modern type of uh do you like, like the word atmosphere better should i use the word atmosphere i feel like that's more contemporary <laughs> if we're going for like because i mean the same the thing but vibe and atmosphere you mean the same thing yeah i mean the same thing but but if you way. ask a millennial about an atmosphere and a gen z kid about a vibe you're gonna have two different responses yeah, but I guess that just shows how we're really on the cusp of those two generations. It's a vibe. Like, we're in the weird in-between. Yeah, we are. Where we understand what both of those things mean. And mm-hmm. they mean the same thing. Essentially. Yes, they do. All right, I totally so, yeah. derailed us a little bit there. That's uh, okay. It John, wouldn't be a podcast without that. Your setting. My, oh yeah, 
We're still on that question. Um, I just, I, I like what Nathaniel said. Like, for like the reflective part, yeah, I like it when it's chill and just um, chill. Like, <laughs> you just use chill. I just use chill. What's wrong with the word chill? I don't know if we should let you answer any of those <laughs> questions. <laughs> but to revoke your status. Oh no. Yeah, but um as I was saying, when it's like more of like reflective songs, I really like it when it's just me. Just I me and God, it. you know? And then like the upbeat songs. I remember one year in middle school at camp. For some reason, we decided that we were going to, like, run around the room during worship. And I don't know why, but it was a good time. And then we, like, you know, middle school mosh pit, so it was a good time. Good time for fellowship. <laughs> yes, that's how you define it. And I enjoyed it, but yeah. All right, kind um, of following up on, I guess we spoke on this last podcast we did, but making a uh, worship a big production, or should we just use those that type of an atmosphere or vibe, concert-like vibe, vibe, atmosphere only for, like, outreach? Or is there more purpose to it than just... I think we should production. ask the professional. I am, because he does this on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. I'll hand him the... Oh, nope, John's working the mic over. Okay. Either way. Big production? I think that there is value to having a high-quality worship service. I agree. Both from an audio and a visual standpoint. Um, one, it draws people in. It does. I think it's more enjoyable to be in a worship service that looks and sounds good um i also think that you know we were talking earlier about us as musicians Mm -hmm. notice things more when the music isn't as good and that can become a distraction Um, but i do think that it is you know equally as valid to have a worship service that is not a super highly produced thing um, I used to be a part of the IHOP in my hometown. Um, not the International House of Pancakes. Not the Pancake Place. Uh, it was the International House of Prayer, and they do the like 24-hour worship thing. And I would do a couple-hour shifts at a time, and those things were not high production in the slightest. Um, we never rehearsed once. You just grabbed a banjo and hopped on stage? I didn't play banjo. I played drums. Well, someone else. I mean, like we never had any banjos. Banjo? No, that would have been cool though. <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of cool. Play the fiddle. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. But no, we never rehearsed. Uh, we never really knew what the set lists were going to be before we started playing them. Half the time, I had never heard the songs that we were playing. Sounds like a great time. Yeah, so it was not a big production thing at all. Stress inducing. There was a lot of really powerful moments of worship in that, and that's just the culture that we were in in that specific ministry so i think that you know either way it just depends on the culture that you have and depends on i was gonna say the word vibe but then i thought i thought you'd yell at me again vibe how about like i guess we can kind of branch this into two questions about like allocating resources that could come in from whether or not that's time or like financial or just equipment like 
should churches put a lot of the resources into big production sets or just more production sets or like not because i came i worked at a church um not the same church that you work at but I worked at one where, like, their worship set, like, you could definitely tell that they put a lot of effort and time into that, more so than, like, other areas of their church um, or, like, ministries, I guess. Mainly seemed just because it was more like a grand performance or, like, big production. So I didn't necessarily agree with that. But in some cases, I guess it could be better. But what are your thoughts on that for resource allocation? Yeah, I think... You know, the same as any ministry, um, there's always a balance, right? Like, if you're putting so much into the worship ministry that another area of ministry within your organization is lacking, that's when I think that there's an issue with how much you're putting in. Because okay. music equipment's not cheap. It's not. No. Especially if you're getting, like, more than, let's say, like, four people on there. It only starts to add up, especially if yeah. you want, like, high-quality, like, mics or sound equipment or whatever. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense that, like, it would require more right. money to get things moving. Right. But if you're putting too much into that, focusing too much on that, that you're taking away from other ministries in your organization, mm-hmm. that's where I think you are putting too much into worship ministry and need to put those resources somewhere else. Yeah, that makes sense. But as long as you're able to find a balance and you're able to have strong ministries all around mm-hmm. I think there's nothing wrong with the big production or anything that makes no. sense yeah I think because I mean the goal of of churches right is to reach people and yep. like I was talking about earlier having high quality worship service can be a huge draw for people mm-hmm. and can get a lot of people into the door into the church yeah I like it yeah interesting how like I think I think it's good to have like a well what do you what I don't know you just paused for like five seconds like well is he gonna spit something out <laughs> is he just gonna <laughs> Sorry. hold the mic next I to I was thinking okay but um I think it's I think it's a good thing to have different churches that have different like types of worship that's why we have different cultures like there's there's like Ethiopian Ethiopian churches that's hard to say and like churches in the Midwest there's the massive Baptist churches in the south like contemporary. yeah contemporary that's what Josh said um right like my word of the day. and again it's just all about the culture of the specific church or ministry or whatever it is that you're at mm-hmm. and and some people really like stripped down like just an acoustic guitar and piano playing older songs kind of thing and some places really like having full rock bands that play the newest worship music and and those sorts of things i drummed at a church one time that ended their worship service with a native american drum circle oh that's so cool it was really cool kind of cool it was really cool yeah they had a group of native americans that were involved in the church and that's what they did mm-hmm. and that was a form of worship for them yeah so they included it in the worship service that's cool mm-hmm. so on to the next question keep it. yes the next keep keep it moving or else we'll be here all day but 
So how do... Oh, I almost skipped a question. Should every worship song be theologically correct or on point? Yes. Why? Because like we talked about, the purpose of worship is to bring glory to God. Right? So if you're trying to bring glory to God and that's your goal, why would you include things that are theologically incorrect? I'm trying to think of like a good example of like songs that aren't that. Oh, there's a lot. But like at the moment I can't think of anything. I know like I guess it was a couple of years ago and like Reckless Love was out with like Corey Asbury. Like that caused yeah. some problems. A lot of bit of conflict. Like that, yeah. But like John Piper came out of the out of the gates and was like, Sounds good to me. Everything <laughs> checks out, backs it up with yeah. a bunch of like uh verses and scripture and Well, there's a lot of songs that seem like they'd be theologically incorrect and seem like they would contradict the character of God. But when you really dig into it, it's human people trying to describe. Do you have something to say? It's it's human people trying to describe things in human terms that are difficult to describe in human terms, right? Like I think of the reckless love thing. um, The big issue people had with that was the idea of, well, God is all-knowing. He can't be reckless if he knows what's going to happen. It's more anyway. so about verbiage than anything yeah, else. Yeah, but it's it's describing it in human terms. It's describing something above us in our terms. Or, like, whether or not, like, what direction, or, like, if it's God to us or us towards God, I think also yeah, kind of is something to build off of. So should our songs be written like that, though? Like, should we have a lot of metaphors that can sometimes be, like, misinterpreted incorrectly in our songs? Or should it just be, like, literal, if that makes sense? You know what I mean? Well, I think you should try to avoid having things that are so that unclear. That sound really that bad? Gonna yeah. Get, yeah. But. Good. No, you're fine. You keep talking. We're just going to keep rotating mics and but there's, we'll pick up where you live. There's off. even that whole discussion about the entire book of Revelation. You know, did John write that entire book literally, or was he seeing things that he didn't understand, so he wrote them in human terms? Mm-hmm. It's true. And I think if you believe that that's the case, why can't you write a song that way too? I mean, like, I guess I kind of, got my thought now originally but like some worship songs i guess probably within the last like five years has been a little more like individualistic or like more so about us or like things i i don't i don't know if you want to build too much off of that but like is it like a lot more songs seem more so targeted towards us as more of like a consumer than it is on like the holistic approach of like the church or God. Any other thoughts on that? I kind of laid it out a little weird. Yeah, so that's a discussion that we are pretty much constantly having of we want our worship services to be mainly vertical worship. Mm -hmm. Where the worship is us bringing glory to God, us singing to God about God. Yeah. We try to stay away from songs that are singing to us about us. Yeah, like, like trying to 
songs that'll just like make us feel good or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like that I don't think that's right, you know. I prefer worship songs that you know, like I keep bringing up the purpose of worship is to bring glory to God. Mm-hmm. I like worship songs that do that. It's not about us. Yep. It's about God. Yeah. Okay, I think we have one more question or is it two more? It's one more. Mm. Yes. You have a statement. Uh, yeah, that's how it's written. John's good at throwing in statements <laughs> within. <laughs> He's what we call the wolf amongst the sheep when it comes to like putting statements and questions together. It just sounds so bad. <laughs> oh, no, Misleading. I'm a shepherd. Um, oh, so, how does worship grow our relationship with the church and with Jesus? Slash God, slash the Holy Spirit. It's a great question. I'm going to defer this to our expert. <laughs> I feel like I'm answering every question. That's why you're here. You on. <laughs> you're the expert. <laughs> you're the guest. You talk more. Let me just clarify to ev- anyone listening to this that I don't consider myself an expert. So oh. they keep calling me an expert, but you're a professional. You're literally getting paid for it. It is your profession. <sighs> yeah. I'm still just a guy who's living he, his life figuring it out. Yeah. I mean, you are still our age. Yes. So, yeah. But how does worship grow our relationship with the church and Jesus? Well, I mean, a big part of the church is the community. And gathering together and worshiping together is a big part of that. And I, when you asked this question, it brought me back to a time when I was in high school. And I was actually playing bass for a youth camp that I was also attending. And a good buddy of mine who was in my cabin in my small group um, was kind of in the front off to the side of the stage, kind of near where I was playing bass. And he was on his knees, just broken down in tears. And I think that in moments of worship with a group of people, a congregation, whatever it is, being in that connection in that moment with each other is more important than all of the production things we've talked about mm-hmm. anything like that yeah so i was up on stage playing bass and i took my bass off my shoulders set it on the stand walked off the stage went and prayed with them then got back on the stage and kept playing and i think that it's things like that and coming together and and glorifying god together that mm-hmm just strengthen relationships with each other and strengthen strengthen relationships as a church being in that fellowship together yeah and then in turn with jesus because i mean you're worshiping him and then when you pray you know that's also word i mean worship is like more broader than just yeah song i I suppose what we've mostly been talking about is corporate worship yeah and so like worship is is really doing what you're created to do. Because you can pick up a branch of like created to service. You know, we can go really theological about this. Yeah, because I mean, technically, back in <laughs> Nathaniel just church, got excited. You just, you just put both hands <laughs> I'm gonna let him table. talk. <laughs> well, if we're getting really theological about it, I mean, talking about the definition of worship being anything that brings glory to God, that's the idea of holistic worship, right? Worshiping God in every area of our lives. And 
when you sent me this document, or rather when I looked at it today, I guess, I was like, man, they're bringing me on to talk about worship. That's my job. I should, I should know what I'm talking you about. You know what? <laughs> so I, I did a little bit of researching earlier today, and I was looking back at the times where the Bible talks about worship in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and I looked back at the Hebrew and the Greek that get translated into the word worship, and in both cases, the Old Testament Hebrew and the New Testament Greek, the word that gets translated into worship means to. Oh. I'm trying to think of exactly what it was. But Are you it, even it a essentially means, if you forget the word? It essentially means to just get bow it. down <laughs> before someone with your face in the ground. Is basically literally what it's translated to, like uh, position of submission. Yes, that might be a little easier. Submission, service. Because, I mean, back back in the old, I mean, the first hundreds or right after Jesus, they didn't really have the same production level. Yeah, back when, you know, Paul was venturing Paul was around. wandering. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have, like, worship in the same context or way that we do. Yeah, they didn't have sound systems. And, like, yeah. most, if you wanted to even, like, try to contribute that together, historically, like, most of it was all, like, poems or, like, literature that was, like, read or, like, mm-hmm. followed, like, a sort rhythm more so than like smacking a drum or well yeah and like because like i know there's there's um uh what's it called when the people draw during like worship or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like prophetic drawings is that what it's called i don't know there's a specific name for it it's essentially it's like a artistic expression of like god's given me this this talent or whatever and i'm just giving it back to him if that makes sense or using it for his using it for his glory. glory yeah i think that like builds into like why people serve or do things on like a worship set or like in worship like they're using their talents and skills as a drummer or a uh sound engineer or whatever to like bring glory to god mm-hmm. through that means of worship Even- you know, anyone volunteering, whether it's they're volunteering in the kids' ministry, the coffee bar. I do nursery. The greeters, things it. like that. All that's worship. It's, True. it's all bringing glory to God. And, you know, going back to the Bible, looking at one of the, f- I believe one of the first accounts of worship in the Bible um, was Abraham. And he said he's going to go up to the mountain and worship God. And what he was doing there was going up to the mountain and like I was saying bowing down before God and just acknowledging you are God I am not and and just glorifying him through that so any volunteer you know anything like that it's it's all a form of worship really so bringing it back to Abraham if I decided to take my son up on a mountain and use a little bit of a <laughs> roping I mean he is that was, before or after the worship segment? He, he, he was being Is obedient. that a form of worship? When he did that, though, he was being obedient to God and serving him. So By almost sacrificing his son. But I guess it but technically then he didn't. wasn't. No, because God was like, yo. But uh, then God was like, oh, I see gay, bro. you. You trust me. Good. Just okay, want, we figured that out. Know. Now here's the, here's the sheep or goat or whatever. Or lamb. It was a ram. Yeah, it was oh, a it's ram. a ram. Yeah, you're right. The the horns are stuck so in like a bush or something. None of the above. So none of the. <laughs> John needs to brush up I, on his you Abraham. Know, I guess. Abraham. I just need to read the Bible more. <laughs> wow, 
Conviction. Hey. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Everyone should. Yeah, you know. You can never read Jesus too much. Read Jesus. Talk to. (laughs) Read. You can read Jesus. Just look at those red lines. Ah. Ah, There you go. Mm, You did it. Good old red lines on there. All right. I don't have red lines in mine. I don't either. I'm not cool enough. <laughs> I have to actually figure <laughs> out who's talking. <laughs> I have the the ESV study. It's the easy study way Bible. Out. I think we all use ESV at this table. Oh yeah. That's the way to do it. It is. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I think you just I, I, the mic back and forth <laughs> from Nathaniel. <laughs> Fun fact about the three of us, we're all born within three weeks of each other. Oh it's yeah. True. Yep. Yeah. And we are all also, coincidentally, I was married on John's birthday. Yeah. Yep. That and, yeah, I was the best man. It was. It was quite the birthday. Man. It was exciting. Yeah, it was yeah, a good we time. Get, got, John we got also cake. Best man. I was. And a meal. And I don't know if anyone heard that, but I was. John was also my best man. If you need a best man, we can, uh, <laughs> we can contract John out. Oh, no. Think of it, if we contract John out, as like it's kind of like the wedding ringer with Kevin Hart, but a little different. We do it with John, though. You you could, know, we you could know. do this as a way to fund our ministry. <laughs> okay. You know what's really funny? You can lease a groomsman. So I was also my older brother's best man. <laughs> You're dipping your toes in everything. Is your wedding coming up and you have no friends? <laughs> Well, we have the guy for you. John Cena Mine. Oh, no. <laughs> for only $25 an hour, uh, he will do everything you want. Hey, for 25 an hour? For an extra certain cost. Not bad. He'll even give you the best groomsman speech of your life. Okay, I, I don't know if I could do that. I think you could. <laughs> I, you, you have to know someone really well in order to give a quality gr- uh Best you just have them fill out a questionnaire. A questionnaire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little fill-in-the-blank yeah. thing? Questionnaire, Photoshop an image of you two together, boom, bada-bing. Oh, there you go. Extra 150 bucks, which could actually get us better mics. Hey, I that's think this true. is an option. Maybe we'll charge uh, one of our I... friends for being groomsmen in his wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we do could. have a friend getting we married We could get <laughs> two mics out of the deal. Oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh, it'd be bad. <laughs> so you know, text is like next week. Like, hey, hey. Not happening. No, 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 no. I was going to DJ for him. You should. I won't be in He'll town. be gone. Oh, yeah. Bummer. Hmm. Do we have anything else? All right. I think just... that's all we got for, for sure? this week. I believe so. How, much, how long? Is, oh, this one's only. Yeah, okay. We made our time quota. Yeah. You know, we did it. We're happy. All right. Well, well we do. Thanks, Nathaniel, thank for venturing you. over here on such short notice. I think I actually told you like two weeks ago. But for me, it's short notice because I kind of forgot about this and had John do all the preparation. Yeah. I, I, yeah. He did really well outside of putting outside statements of the- <laughs> in your questions. It's a little unorganized, but. That's okay. That's hey, fine. Organized chaos. Organized chaos. You can ask what any we're about. youth leader. All youth ministry is is organized chaos. That, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. It is. Hundred percent. All right. All right. So, thanks, yeah, thanks for venturing Daniel. on here. Yep. Thank you all for listening. Well, As well. always, tune in on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Everything you want. Everything to be. you want. Apple, Google. Yeah. Podcast, uh, go Spotify. like our Instagram Give and five stars. We do also have a Facebook page as well. 
So go oh, like that. We post semi frequently. It's all right. We're about to hire. It's a, a work in progress. Creator. We. This is news to me. You already know. Oh, we talked about this. You're right. Technically, say hire. It's more so. Uh, what do they call it? Manipulate. Manip- no, it's not, it's not the word at all. I was going to say volunteer. Voluntold. Voluntold. That's what we're about. Relationally um, objective. What are, they have to. Obligated. <laughs> obligated. That's the objective. word. Obligated to do this. So, so yeah. Hopefully a lot of better content out there. Yeah, if not, you... um, just donate. We can make it happen. Actually, yeah. we don't even have a way to do it. We have an email. We have, have an email. Questions, yeah. Email us. Suburbantheology at gmail.com. Get ready for it. Coming to you live. All right. With All right. that, I'm going to figure out how to punch this thing off. Have All a right. nice night. Sleep tight. Tell someone you love them. And go love Jesus.